0: Use coupon code Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now, back on the show, Aiden Aguilera. You'll be fighting at Hex Fight Series 17 on October 26th.
1: What's going on, Aiden? Not much, man. Same old, same old. Just training, doing the same old thing. Enjoying life.
0: I saw that you have added some things to your resume, announcer commentator you were at path to hex six how was that experience
1: really really cool i really enjoyed it it's just an amateur show so it's no big time thing or anything like that but it was really fun to kind of uh, have a look at that side of things and it's definitely like especially the commentating that's something i love to do everyone I, I know my voice is annoying, but um i really enjoy doing that kind of thing so maybe once fighting's over pursue that a bit more
0: i saw something that you posted on Facebook. I just want to read what you wrote. You said, just a friendly reminder that no matter if your team wins or loses today, you had nothing to do with it and achieved nothing. What is the meaning behind this?
1: Okay, so in Australia, uh, we have a public holiday. It's kind of like the Super Bowl for Australian rules football, which is like, it's a different sport. It's not, it doesn't really exist outside of Australia. But um, every year, people kind of, I'm trying to think how to word it. They brag and brag about how they, you know, they did it. And guys, there's grown men running around with their sports jerseys on all night till 3 a.m. in the morning getting drunk and abusing people that didn't win. It's like, nah, you're just a fat guy that drank beer and paid for a ticket. I mean, sure, there's nothing wrong with enjoying sport, but uh, you can't brag about something you didn't do. Like Connor fans. Connor McGregor fans.
0: Yeah, what did you, you think know? about that whole deal of, uh, you know, not – Let's talk about the fight first, you know. What did you think about the fight? Did it play out the way that you thought it would?
1: It played out exactly how I hoped it would, you know. It's kind of like all logic and sense came true, you know. It wasn't about who was the most hype or anything like that. But uh, don't get me wrong, Connor's a fantastic fighter. Very dangerous. But um, Khabib was supposed to win that fight, and I'm really glad that it played out the way it did, you know.
0: What were your uh, thoughts on what happened afterwards?
1: Uh, I didn't like Conor getting blindsided. But um, after watching it back, there's a few angles where it looks like he threw the first punch anyway. So it's just a bit brawl. But I thought what Khabib did was the most badass thing I've ever seen. That was the coolest way to start a fight I've ever seen. He tried to like Mario double put stomp the guy, which was insane. Like, I, I actually like Khabib more after it. I know it sounds crazy, but it's just, it's personal to him. And at least he backed himself and he, he wasn't talking, you know. It's like when... Connor went after Jose Aldo. It was all for show. I mean, Khabib did it. It wasn't for show. He was trying to kill that guy.
0: If you look at the past, Khabib has been very respectful to all of his opponents. He has never, you know, like showboated on anybody yeah. except for, you know, at, at, at anybody. So him doing this, you know, you could kind of see that all that trash talk, you know, attacking his religion, attacking his country, his family, was personal for him he said it before the fight
1: exactly and even in the lead up to the fight he was very kind of um I'm trying to think of the word like he was very not respectful but very professional about it all and it just came out And i, think, I don't think the fight was enough i think he wanted to take and he didn't get the knockout he wanted and he you know kind of tapped a little quick which you know it's easy to say that having been there but i've been choked unconscious in the fight before so i feel like i'm allowed to say it he tapped a little quick Sure, it hurt, but um, I think Kibit wanted to beat him up a bit more and didn't get a, You know everything out he wanted, so it's easy like to criticize it from the outside looking in. But it's it's not just a sport; it is a sport, but it's not just a sport. There's a bit more to it. Man.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are trying to mix the UFC in with martial arts and saying that this is not martial arts. But you got to look at the end of the day, the UFC is a sports promotion. It's a sports and entertainment company. It's not martial yeah. arts, and people mix that up too much. I believe.
1: Exactly, it's it's half of what we do is entertainment. You could be a fantastic straight wrestler that's just shutting everyone down, but no one wants to watch it, you know, except for the purists and the guys that are really into martial arts. But the thing is, half the people that are crying, you know, that kind of thing, boo the wrestlers anyway. So it's it's just it's all a bit silly. It's yeah, it's. It's a bit sad it played out the way it did, but I don't have a problem with what Khabib did. Put it that way.
0: Yeah. Now, let's go back to your last fight, Hex Fight Series 14. You got the armbar finish in the first round in somewhat of a grudge match with Josh Togo. Take us through the fight and the finish.
1: Um, The fight played out really differently to how I had th- thought it was going to go in my head. I thought it was going to be a bit of a war, like back and forth, because Togo's good. And, um... We kind of moved around a bit. We had a bit of a play. He kept switching stances on me, which was frustrating because I'd worked so hard to get ready for a southpaw. And he went orthodox. I mean, um, I went for like a weaving head kick and he switched stances as I did it. I ended up getting my leg kicked out from underneath me. And I was in guard for almost like three and a half, four minutes. So almost the entire first round, I was underneath. I don't think I got hit once. Um, was able to tie up his arms pretty well. He was controlling very well. He was uh using a lot of pressure, but he wasn't able to posture up to strike because I kept attacking his arm. So I started landing elbows to the top of his head and pushed up to hit back and managed to snatch his arm and get the tap. At, I think about 30 seconds left in the first round. Mm. So a bit of a weird fight. I, you know, I wasn't sore. I wasn't beat up and I hadn't, didn't really get to hit him either. So I don't know. Submissions just don't do it for me like knockouts do. But yeah, I'm happy with the win.
0: You went for the arm bar. You got the arm bar on your second try. Yes. On the first attempt, what adjustments did you make to be able to get the armbar on the second attempt?
1: On the first attempt, I managed to go belly down with it, so I inverted. So I um, ended up rolling him onto his stomach on it, but um, he managed to pull his arm loose. So on the second attempt, I just threw my hips straight up in the air. But luckily, he made the mistake of posturing up, which is pretty risky. But generally, if you're defending an armbar, you want to keep them crushed down. So it made it easier for me to throw my hips up in the sky because he kind of stood up, which lets me extend his arm further, which is nasty. It hurts a lot. Yeah, so managed to get it the second time around.
0: I saw that you went over to Australian top team and trained with the boys yeah. over there. How did you guys squash the beef?
1: It was never that serious to begin with. It was more of a a bit of trash talk online and I was kind of just using it to find some motivation because the fight before it I'd lost and it was more a mental thing where I kind of went into too cold. Like I wasn't really in fired up for it. So I was kind of went the other extreme for this fight, which seemed to work pretty well. So after the fight, we had a chat and we were fine. It was nothing but respectful afterwards. And, and to be fair, as soon as the fight was announced, he stopped talking anyway. And um is the guys at ATT were nothing but welcoming. They were really cool and I'm hoping that you know, train together a lot more in the future because there's a lot of talented guys out there.
0: I saw a little video of you guys sparring at ATT. You and Togo.
1: Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah. a little laugh. It was good to see. <laughs> yeah, it's, as I said, it's, yeah, after it's said and done, it's nothing personal. We're just, you know, getting. We get along really well now. I we get along well with all the ATT guys, and I wish nothing but the best for them all. But a lot of really talented guys there, and it's good to see that, and it's good to know that I've got some extra sparring partners when I want to go over there if they want to come here.
0: Now you got Hex Fight Series 17 coming up. You're, you get your first taste of international competition against Zhang or Zhang. Does this fight have a different feel leading up to it?
1: Uh, Not really. I kind of put the same amount of pressure on myself every time. Uh, it's one of those things where I haven't even looked into Zhang that much. Just I know what he's, what he's good at. He's a very solid striker and he flows really nicely, really strong hands, good kicks. But it's nothing I haven't really faced before. So it's one of those things where I've got a job to do. I'm just going to go out there and do it. And Obviously, I'm going to fire up on the day and try and kill him and then I'll shake his hand afterwards. But it's I don't really care where you're from. I've actually, I was lucky enough to fight a guy from the Ultimate Fighter China a couple of years back. Um bit a very different style of fight. But um yeah, it's it's I don't really care where you're from. If you come to fight I'm gonna fight you. How has training
0: camp been leading up to X seventeen?
1: Really good, really, really good. I've I've most of my training partners at the moment are welterweight, so I'm get getting ready with real big guys. And the thing about Zhang is it looks like he's coming up from um uh featherweight, or well, most of his fights have happened at Featherweight. I'm assuming that's because he doesn't want to cut a lot of weight with international travel and that's understandable, I get that, but That's a pretty big risk to take against someone like me because I'm not a small lightweight. Like, I'm six foot tall, and I'm not skinny fat or anything like that. (laughs) Fairly large lightweight, so I feel like there's going to be a fair bit of a size difference, and I'm used to sparring with welterweights and middleweights, so it's one of those things where he might be a little faster, but he's not going to hit me as hard. Strength and
0: conditioning, Viking performance. Tell me about them.
1: Okay, so uh, Ben from Viking Performance, he's, uh, he's been training us for a while now, and he's always been... From a powerlifting background. just The guy's just an athlete. and He's taken a very scientific approach to how he does everything. He's been nice enough to donate his time towards me and a few of the other fighters that have on him. So I go and see him twice a week, and um, he t- stays on top of my weight cut and all that, and he's always staying on the edge. He's always progressing with what he's um, going with. He, he really does a lot of what he does. Sorry, he bases a lot of what he does off of the UFC Performance Institute and what they're doing over there. So that's been awesome, and I f- it's... One of those things where the results he gets is insane. Like, I'll actually lift bigger numbers as I'm losing weight, which is a big difference from my other camp. So I'm the strongest I've ever been by far. Uh, I'm, I'm slamming middleweights, and guys that are walking around at 95 kilos, I'm getting them in the air. So I'm pretty confident that if I can get a hold of Zhang, he's getting airborne. Looking
0: at Zhang's record, he seems to have a kill or be killed attitude in the
1: cage. Does that play into your style? I think so. I don't win by decision. It's actually never happened. I've never won by decision, but neither has he. The thing is, he's never, he's never lost by decision either. He always gets, he either finishes or gets finished. And um, pretty much I'm the same. I mean, I've got one loss by decision and one loss by submission. But um, it's one of those things where I think that it's going to be a really exciting fight because how, how could it possibly go to decision given our track records? I just don't see it happening. So, um. To see what happens. I mean, I don't think I'm a great matchup for him. I think I'm going to be a bit too long and tall. I'm not sure how tall he is, but he doesn't look like the, the longest guy out there. So it's going to be him charging at me, me throwing these up. The center. See what happens. See who gets clipped first. Has there been any word from Hex, the
0: brass at Hex, about the future of the lightweight division? And what are they doing about the title? And, you know, because I'm pretty sure you're concerned with that.
1: Yeah, uh, I haven't actually had that chat with uh, Trent or any of the guys at Hex at the moment. I'm, I'm kind of just happy to keep fighting whoever they keep putting in front of me. Like this next show is like cross-promotion with the KLF guys from China. That's an awesome opportunity for me. As long as they get good um, opponents, I'm stoked. Having said that, obviously, I'd love to go for that title. But I'm not really sure what the go with that is at the moment with uh, Callan competing for... Uh, uh, what's it called? ACV? What's that? Uh, ACB that's the one yeah but ACB and I think he's out he got injured in that last one so I'm I'm not sure if they're going to take it off him or if he's undefended or what the deal is who's next in line because there's a few of us floating around so it's it's kind of like the division's wide open at the moment which is exciting it means hopefully I'm up there
0: yeah hex has been doing a great job they have been putting on a show I think every month for oh. a few months now right and uh, that is a lot of opportunity for the fighters in your area and especially yourself um, what is you know what do you expect to accomplish in 2019 looking forward
1: I just want to keep fighting good opponents I don't want to go backwards I don't want to take any easy fights that just keep me so I, I want to push myself I don't really care what happens as far as wins and losses as long as I'm performing well I'm stoked like I'm not in this to be undefeated obviously I'm already defeated yeah, but I'm just gonna keep coming forward. I've never lost twice in a row. I don't think I ever will. It's one of those things where I just wanna keep performing really well. I want to keep getting better. And I want to one day I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna kill everyone. You know, it's gonna happen.
0: All right, October twenty sixth, Hex Fight Series seventeen, Melbourne, Australia. Aiden Aguilera will face Jag Kai Zhang. It was good talking to you again, Aiden. And uh good luck on your fight, man.
1: Thank you so much for having me again, man. It's an honor.